How we doing guys? Welcome back to the Small Time Scots podcast. I'm one of your host Kevin. And I'm Ryan. Thanks for being with us again for another week. It's lovely to be back. So, first things first, Ryan. How's your week been? Well, mate, uh, this has been a long bloody week. I'm mirroring how you felt on yeah. our last recording because, wow. <laughs> it's <laughs> been bad? one of those weeks, mate, where time didn't move. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like. Every hour of the clock came by at at least double the time expectancy. Like, it felt like it was a two or three hour sphere of time you were uh, in when really you'd only spent an hour doing something. It has been a long week. I think everyone's kind of in the same boat now. I, I, yeah, definitely. Everybody I spoke to this week, my sister, my dad, my mum, yourself, Grace, everyone has have said this is a week that we're just glad to see the end of. Yeah, Definitely. Um, Work has been insane this week. I've actually had to do a load of work this week. You've actually which... had to work for once in your life. That's not true. Don't say things like that. <laughs> you've still not worked, but you've pretended. Shut up. <laughs> I work, damn it. <laughs> I just work smart, not hard, okay? Ah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I think I can say the same. It's been a long week. Work was just monotonous the entire week. And now the weekend's here. I actually spent my entire Saturday sleeping. I say my entire Saturday, I'd done housework in the morning, but the rest of that day was a write-off. Yeah, well, try to get a holiday yesterday was pretty difficult. Obviously, I was doing some editing yesterday for last yeah. week's episode because I've been slacking in that, like, on this front. <laughs> it's not often that that, that happens, but that kind of just sums up how how brutal the last week's been. But well, anyway. It's like what I was saying last week, though. Sometimes you do just need to feel your body and listen to what it's telling right. you. There's no need to go down that road, Ryan. Why do you Come always on. make it out like no, it's essential just stop, thing? right? No, we'll move on, right? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd have a wee discussion uh, this week of one of the things that we actually really love to do and have been doing for a number of years now, and that's hiking. Seeing as we are Scottish, yes. it wouldn't be normal to live here and not climb a mountain once in a while. Well, I, I remember a, a, a fleeting Facebook post that came out about the time we started and it was to the effect of why is it every Scottish fucker when they hit a certain age decides, you know what I'm going to do for fun? Let's go walk up all of these mountains. Yep. <laughs> and it sums it up properly because the amount of people that I've came into contact with lately that are, um, yeah, they might not be like a Monroe bagger for like mm-hmm. dedication. They want to tick every single one of them off. Every single person that I've spoke to has done at least half a dozen Munros in their mm. lifetime. And that goes like, even my dad and all his pals, I remember they did it a couple of years ago. Well, aye, maybe about 10 years ago, how many mates got back on the joyride again where they were wanting to bag all the Munros and start doing it as their health and sa- health and fitness thing. And they must have done a good dozen, two dozen in that time aye. that they were doing it. And that was only a couple of years that they stuck at it. But... Aye. That's the thing. Whenever you live in Scotland, it's not as if you've not got the choice there you know it's literally you can drive an hour and you're in the highlands and we are totally spoiled for choice i mean apart from monroes i mean there's 282 monroes and then you've got all the smaller hills on top of that yeah what do we call those again Uh, you've got corbett's under that and there's another one under corbett's and i can't remember the life for the life me but they're actually because the cobbler's a corbett isn't it yep it's not far off from monroe aye Uh, it, it literally just falls short by a couple of feet it doesn't, uh, it's not it's, massive I think it's 40, 40 meters or something uh. but anyway we've been doing 
I mean, no back in what it was 2017 we originally started. Yeah. We one on day, it, it's a funny story how we actually started hiking because we were in my flat. That's right. And it was a bunch of us. It was me, you, uh, a couple of the other lads. Yeah. And we just decided uh, it was a beautiful day. And who was it suggested, like, let's climb a mountain a day? Because it was last minute, there was no plans. But, uh, yeah, it was last minute, but I, I vaguely remember it because it was the conversation we had on the Saturday, mm-hmm. and we went and done it on the Sunday because it was a scorching weekend. Oh, aye. So we'd, it wasn't like that same day, but we were all sitting, and we were just sitting doing what we always did, like chatting shit and watching stupid telly, Sounds like right. Netflix reel, basically. And somebody went, lads, it's a beautiful day next week. I can't remember who it was. I actually think it was Robbie. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, why don't we go and do something fun? Why don't we go do a Monroe? Mm-hmm. And then we all just kind of looked at each other and went, not a bad trip, baby. Why don't we just go do that? Mm-hmm. Cool, right? We'll meet here tomorrow morning, nine o'clock, and then we'll set off. Honestly, still to this day, it's been one of the most enjoyable experiences. I like loved, hiking wise. I absolutely loved it. Our first Monroe was so stupid. It was so good, but <laughs> there was all of you guys. We all piled into my car. Yep, there we, was a race on. Well, we thought it. Well, we thought we got there first. The first time, the first road we took, and I thought, oh, I work in this industry. Let's just follow this this road because this road should take us to where we need to go. Turns out, the wind farm was still heavily under construction, so we should not have been on that road. And we had to double back, so we did another half an hour driving from one side of Ben Lomond round to the other side. Oh, no, you're thinking of... And then that we was Ben Aim. Was that Ben Aim? That was Ben Aim, aye. No. Ah, that was Ben Aim because... No, ben... because we got there and the race was on and I was like, wow, guys, did anybody know this race was on because there's nowhere for me to park and I ended up abandoning my car on a beach. Aye, aye. No, Ben Aim was definitely the one we went round to the wrong side and then we had to go back. No, but we done it for Ben Lomond, 100%, because I remember we thought Ben Lomond is just on this other side of this wind farm trail. Guarantee it, we'll get there. And then I had to turn back because we got to the end there and it was just, it was all the stones and everything were blocking the road. We couldn't go any further. So it was. Aye. So it was. Oh because my, that, I've, got, that, I've actually got a photo of your car that day. That added an hour on it because by yeah. the time we got there after all the stops, we had lost like three hours. So it was coming up for midday. Aye. By the time we got like parked and ready to go mm. to like climb it and then we climbed the whole thing back. But when we got there, there was work. a race on. Uh, it was It was a runner's race. And there was hundreds of runners all over the road. There was spectators, everything. I mean, the place was packed. Oh, yeah. You know yourself, Ben Lomond's always packed on, on sunny days, but this was even worse. So we ended up, we took Ryan's cash guy and we parked it down. It looked like a road, uh, but it was off trail. Uh-huh. And we parked it on one of the, the on the banks of Loch Lomond. On the wee pebble beaches. On the wee uh, pebble beaches. Uh, and to sum up how lovely... The, the rangers are up there after we came back for hiking the Monroe there was a letter on your car oh that's right yeah saying alright it wasn't a ticket or anything it was just saying please don't park here in future and it, they actually gave us a leaflet of where all, all the, the parking places, places we could park are. yeah and, and you're like, like wow that kind of sums it up <laughs> yeah oh they were lovely although they did give us the the incentive to never park there again we've noted your registration number and we will find you the next time we find out you've parked somewhere you shouldn't Aye, but at <laughs> least like, you got that warning okay Aye. that's fine but Save it was myself. good because after we parked there we headed up the mountain and the entire time we realised where we'd parked and it was on a beach and I, I remember cracking jokes that we're going to go back down and your car's going to be underwater 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Every time we got to a certain like summit or piste, we were like, can you see my car? Is it still there? Uh-huh. Like, uh, are we in six feet of water yet? No, it's mm-hmm. fine. Right, cool. Let's keep going. <laughs> it was a great day, but and I think most people in Scotland that have had the chance to start hiking on a nice day always say, I want to do that again. Oh, absolutely. Whereas if you get a shite day, you're more likely to go, that was horrible, I don't want to do it again. But, I mean, look at us. I mean, how many Munro's later? I'm on 37 now. Oh, dude, I I did not get that many in. I'm I'm lucky if I broke 10. I think you've probably broke 10. But I I know last year, uh, during the slight easing of restrictions and stuff, me and Robbie absolutely hounded the Munro's. Uh, it was like a period of, I can't remember how long it was, they took away the travel restriction. And we made the absolute best of it because there was nothing else to do. <laughs> we were actually still on just days at work. I've done nine Monroes. Nine? Nine. Well, well that's all I've got tallied on Monroe Mapper. Right, well, in but that I case, this so year, behind. you're going to smash uh, into double figures this year, easily. Yeah, uh, as soon as we're allowed to move again, I really want to get back into it. I, I fell into that trap of the new relationship thing took off. Yeah. For me. Uh, that where you spend guys too much time with the lads. So much of them simp. out. Not a simp. I'm, I'm just, just kidding. Caring, Grace is worth caring it. partner. She is worth every second of my time. Oh, get um, fucking grip. Take yourself. Anyway. Fuck <laughs> you, cheeky fucker. Aye. Um, but this year, hands down, we'll be smashing a lot more whenever we're allowed out. The one thing is, see, because of lockdown, the place is going to be packing. Like, I know. The Highlands is going to be so We're busy. going to need to pick somewhere that's not quite too far north, but... Oh, I've got the ideal ones in mind, so... Where are we going? We're going to Balahulish. Balahulish? Balahulish, just next to Glencoe. Nice. How many have we got to do there? Two. Uh, well, two in that one day. Right, okay. So we're going to start off, the first day is going to be two. Nice. So it'll get us back into the rhythm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I might try and squeeze Ben Lomond in again just beforehand to try and get myself back up to expectations. Mm-hmm. And I might do it the same way that we did it the first time because we did not do the easy route. No. Nah. Ben Lomond at all. Nah. Actually, I'd done the easy route uh, last year. I think it was last November. We'd done a memorial hike uh, with my work colleagues. And we ended up, we, I think there was a group of, I mean, it was over 50s. And we smashed Ben Lomond, but because one of the boys that were doing it, he he had a hip replacement. So I ended up, I just walked with him, and they were absolutely dying. And it felt so good to be able to just take it at, at a mellow pace, because usually whenever we start hiking, we absolutely bounce up. And I mean, we we push ourselves to the point where it's a, a great workout. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. that day, it was, I honestly felt like a casual stroll, and that's when I realised I was actually a good level of fitness. Because Monroe fitness is different from any other type of else. fitness that you do. Absolutely, Aye. there's there is nothing that works your body harder than going up Monroe's. Ah, definitely. I mean, we had boys that lift weights and all that, go running like God knows how often, and they were five minutes in it and falling behind. Oh, mate, you could run a marathon every week. Nothing prepares you for that kind of intensity on the incline because oh, it's it's different muscles that you're using. Mm-hmm. Like running relative ups and downs in a couple of wee hills around your local area as a marathon runner, aye, fair enough. It's it's going to give you a good a good baseline. Like you're not going to be out of breath, but you're you're not working the same like 
sections of your calves and your hamstrings mm-hmm. and stuff like all that stuff in your core that's really dri- like pushing you yeah. and driving you up this hill you know what i mean mm. which ben Lomond don't and eyes to that because we thought we were going to smash that in a couple hours and obviously we took the the reverse route uh, the ptarmigan ridge yeah and yeah. that that was challenging because none of us were fit enough for that really that. at that time it uh, was good but it sh- it showed just how bad our fitness levels definitely. have got but out of the nine Monroe's that you've done what was your favourite hmm I have a couple mm-hmm. uh so Ben Vorlick is it Vorlick no what's the one that there's two of Ben Ben Vorlick is it Ben Vorlick uh, that two? was the one we started and it was just stairs at the beginning yeah, not not that one. Uh, the so, one at Lockern. The one at Lockern. Ben Vorlick at Lockern, and then it takes you on to Stuka Croy. Yep. That was the very, they were the first Monroes I ever did solo. Well, I say solo, but me and Buddy. Yeah, that was that was actually the then. first Monroe I'd done solo as well. Um, And that was a scorcher a day. That was so hot. Like, that mm-hmm. actually was what made that Monroe difficult because it wasn't, I didn't find it a hard Monroe. Yeah. I was just, so like I was sunstroking out halfway up because how how intense the heat mm-hmm. was, but which in Scotland is a rarity to say. Um, yeah, that's definitely a highlight Monroe for me. Uh, and one of my other favourites was actually Benign. As much as we all hated Benign, like on the way up, oh, God, that was I... such a rewarding feeling to oh, get I... to the top. It was of a ben great Ayn. day because it was just all the lads all the guys because uh, we got a couple of extra get boys to come with us yeah. that day as well so there was plenty of banter there was loads of chat i actually really enjoyed that hike don't get me wrong i mean ben i'm on the way up was monotonous just because it was fall oh. summit after fall oh, summit. i know man it's so demoralizing they fall summits yeah. kill you don't they but whenever you got to the top it was like that was so worth it mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean the views for the over absolutely insane uh, the wind was the only downside i'd say because it was such a stunning day but at that to- at the top of benheim that wind was super super strong yeah. and cammy gave me the fear doing his bloody angel pose oh, right on the it. edge of the ridge i'm like this guy's going to blow off the side yeah. man he's going he's going <laughs> and we're not going to be able to do anything Aye. air ambulance get it phone <laughs> there are so many good ones to do though i mean well, you've done significantly more than me, Kevin. If you had to pick like your top three, uh, your top three hikes out of those thirty-seven, go rattle the rhyme them off. Right. Okay. Uh, I'll try and do three, two, one because I know what my favourite one is. Uh, I'd say third favourite would be Ben Vane. Now Ben Vane and the Arakar Alps. That was an amazing hike for me because I done it the week after you guys. You guys done it the week before, and it was absolutely pushing down start to finish. Oh, that, is that the one that me, Cammy, and Robbie did? I think just so. As a trio. Uh, you done like, it. Ben Vane sounds familiar. Yeah, it's really, really steep. Uh, oh. You take the same route towards Vorlick, but you go off to the left. Oh yeah, no, I remember that hike. Yeah. Holy Christ <laughs> on a bike, man! That that killed me. Yeah. I'd never. Well, I showed up to the office on Monday after Ben Vane, and I was stretching on the stairs. Mm-hmm. For like three hours on the Monday morning because my legs were solid. Well, you've done that that week, and I done it the week after because I was busy when you've done it. That's right. And when I done it, I was anticipating it being like rain most of the day. The sun followed me the entire time from this the minute I stepped out of my car to the minute I got back to my car. The sun followed me the entire day, and I actually had a baseball cap on, and I got sunburned through it. 
That's how, how you get sunburned through a baseball cap. Mate, it's happened to me so often. It's impressive, actually. Uh, but Ben Vane, I would say that was my favourite. I'd done that one solo. The views were absolutely beautiful because you get the three locks. Uh, had lunch and then returned. Great hike. Second uh, favourite in the last two years was uh, Bookolette of Moore. So the Bookolette of Glencoe. Okay, uh, okay. It, on the corner of Glenet and Glencoe, the book called the most famous mountain in, in Scotland. That was one that we done last year. Absolutely insane. The views over Rannochmoor and stuff, so good. But number one, hands down. And it wasn't due to the mountain itself or, you know, the views or anything. The number one was Anne Stook. And that was one of, I think it was three Monroes we done that day. But the reason it was so good... <laughs> you don't often hear people say it like this is the weather was absolutely torrentious I mean we stepped outside the car it was pouring down it was pouring down the entire time we went there and on the return journey there's a river crossing but because the weather was so bad that day the river crossing was totally underwater so we actually had to end up wading through the river at waist height to really to cross to the other side and it was like pretty much marshland we're walking through so you didn't know if your next step was going to be just you know a couple centimeters of water or if you were going to go down in knee deep and oh water dear. that's how bad it was but despite the weather being so horrible it was a fantastic day because it just didn't get the morale down we were singing and dancing the entire day even though it was so miserable so i would hands down say and no oh god damn it it was an stick oh my god i'm an idiot it wasn't an stick uh the ones that were done that was a three that day was bear with me one set i'm double checking this i'm an absolute idiot uh, those three well it was Anne Castile it was two Anne Castile and Benacroin that was the number one without a doubt Anne Castile and Benacroin yeah whereabouts are they at Glencoe uh, they are at Crenlarric Crenlarric yeah just next to Ben Moore and stuff uh, it's really accessible in terms of getting there for obviously the central belt it's probably about an hour and a half an hour and a half of here. Uh, well, closely to two hours, but Crane uh-huh. uh, an amazing place for doing my nose because they're so accessible through the roads. Mm-hmm. But uh, Anne Castile was hands down the best day. Don't get me wrong, Anne Stuck was a good day as well. Sun was shining, all that jazz, but Anne Castile just because it was a brutal day. So do you and Grace think you're going to be hitting more Monroes this year? Uh yeah, definitely. It's something that we want to do as soon as we're allowed to do it again. Sorry, I'm just actually like checking all my notes and stuff on the uh on the Monroe mapper to see what my comments were on some of them and my Ben Vane <laughs> comment made my laugh. That's a good thing to know. Uh for anyone listening that's thinking on doing any Monroe bagging or anything like that, if you download an app called Monroe Map, it gives you the full map of Scotland, it shows you where all the hills are, it gives you their height, and whenever you complete a Monroe you can actually tick it off so it'll appear green uh, and then you can add a wee note to it so you can say who you done it with, what the weather was like, the date you completed it and you can tally up using your phone so you can actually count and see how many you've done and you can look for 
the route that you're going to be following on the way up. So yeah. it's definitely worth downloading. Absolutely. Like, it's good for me because I don't remember... I don't remember them by name, and there's a lot of them that I can't pronounce as well, so I don't even try butchering them, but I, I'll, like... That like that there, Ben Ben Vane was the first Munro I did in twenty nineteen. And that's what that's my note was. First Munro of the year, really good to be back. What a climb, legs are gouting. <laughs> <laughs> that that, made that sounds so accurate for Ben Vane because it is so steep. Aye, the, it's super steep. The one that uh I wrote on Anne Castile was Torrential Weather and River Crossing, uh with Robbie and Jordan. <laughs> nice job. Now you've de- you've definitely done a fair few more than me. I need to get my I need to get my Head in the game, man. Get back to doing it. I gave it up for too long. Yeah, well, this year I'm going to be letting you know in advance so you can make sure you can come along. Yeah, well, like I say, the only big kind of stipulation for us is just making sure we can get somebody to watch Fen for the day because he's still too young to do Monroe's. His yeah. hips haven't set yet, so he's not coming. That's fair enough. But um, yeah, shouldn't be too bad. I should be able to get. I, I should get away from most of them as long as I've got a couple of weeks' notice. Aye. Well, I'll tell you straight off the bat, the first like week that re- the travel restrictions are eased is when we are smashing the first two Monroes. Okay. So you've got plenty of notice. Uh-huh. So it's going to be the end of April. As soon as that announcement comes. As soon as that announcement comes, that weekend, Okay. it's going to be a hiking weekend. Right. Oh. I'm not saying the full weekend, but at least one of those days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be North Battle Hillish getting those two Monroes done. And if you are free the rest of the weekend, then I might do another one. Well, I'll only ever really get one day of dog sitting done because my dad won't keep him overnight and my sister has her own. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be done for I'll be down for at least one day. Right, okay. I'd say that's probably mine and Gracie's restrictions. If we if we want to do them together, then we'll do one day of the weekend. Mm. But mm-hmm. over and above that, it'll need to be uh, <laughs> mind fart. Um, uh, mind fart because you've not put your bloody phone on silent ah, yet again, Kevin. Every single week. Oh, me, the right. one thing I ask you to do and you never do it. Well, just don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> bloody a hole. I'm looking forward to getting back to it though. Uh, like I said, I only did one last year. Uh, just before the COVID-19 restrictions came in. Literally, like, the week... I think it was the week of the announcement uh-huh. that we did Ben Chonzi. Benny Hohn. Ben Chonzi together. That was me, you, Robbie, and Jordan that did that. And Grace. Yeah. And you did not impress Grace with your navigational skills on that journey. The thing is, she was very I know it seemed me. like I had no idea where we were, but trust me, I knew exactly where we you were. It. No, you didn't. And the I had the I map in my hand. No, you didn't. It was the exact same route I'd done the time before. I in a white out where you didn't know where the the yep. where your two feet went. Yep. No. Yep. You're fully it. Nope. And the reason I know you're fully it is because this is an insight into Kevin, guys. Right? See, when Kevin doesn't know what he's doing, Kevin becomes the most optimistic guy you've ever met so he'll do don't you worry guys i know exactly where we are and i do and that <laughs> that was your giveaway because i can see through your bullshit like so fast <laughs> mate you can't hide it for me we'd be friends oh. for too long and as soon as you started saying it i kept my mouth shut for the first two or three times oh. you said it and i turned around grace went he's full of absolute shite <laughs> not a horse could shite as much as what's coming out of his mouth 
he has no clue where we are and you kept on looking at your phone like i've got this i know what i'm doing and i none of you know what we're doing we couldn't see listen listen did we get there <clears throat> in the end we did right and did we get back Yes. Well, then shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. Just because you managed to dumb luck your way into the top. Dumb luck. Because we were a whiteout for the last hour of the, of the ascent, the last hour and a half of the ascent. We had no clue where we were going. We were following posts. That's what you do on Benny Hon. Is that how you say it, Benny Hon? It's Ben Honzi, but its nickname is Benny Hon. Benny Hon. So it's not Chonzi. No, it's Honzi. It's Honzi. Why? Why? It's one thing I dislike about our country, by the way. The Gaelic <laughs> integration of things was never taught to me as a child. So I don't understand how to pronounce half of the things that are quote-unquote Scots. Simple, you Google it. <laughs> uh, well, that's a fair point. Because how long did we say Ben Ben Vuye, Ben Biddy? Uh, aye, Ben Buddy or whatever it was. And it actually turns out it's Ben Vuye. Ben Vuye. I know. The more you know, eh? I know. Ben Vuye. Is a brutal hike in, and we done it, and it was it was a height of summer. Oh, aye. and it was roasting. Oh, it was roasting. Absolutely roasting. So we're going through the glen, and don't get me wrong, beautiful. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. One thing, like it's the only only reason it's a negative experience for me is purely that part was omitted for the thing. So yeah. the actual experience of Ben Vuya is amazing. That glen was stunning. Yeah. I wish we had like proper cameras for that. I would actually Hands like down. to go back and do that again when we've both got our, our cameras ready. Obviously, yeah. I'm a couple of months behind you on the camera front, but I would love to redo that. Mm-hmm. I would happily do it solo, like like just me, no grace, and do a camp and do it early in the morning because I think some of the shots that we could get yeah. going up and down that mountain would be stunning. So there was a couple things we took away from Ben Vuya is... First off, the glen was beautiful. Oh. Second off, take a bike next time. Yeah, definitely. Third off, you're going through a fern forest for the first like 15 minutes whenever you start the trail because there's just ferns yeah, everywhere. Yeah, that was bad. And I'd say, in fact, two more things. Uh, fourth thing, if you're doing it, do not take the left-hand side of the waterfall because we went there, took a black lab and had to literally create a chain, a human chain, in order to lift them yeah. up the rocks. Yeah, That's if you've how got steep dogs, it was. go the right-hand side. Of the yeah, go the right-hand side. And finally, if you've got a friend that can't communicate very well, for example, you may as well do sign language <laughs> and fall and hurt themselves, uh, invest in radios. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Remember that fall? Yeah. That echoed through the peaks for a solid, like, 20 seconds. That yeah. was some scream that you let out. So, to give a bit of context... Uh, me, Ryan and Robbie were doing this hike and we had the dog so Robbie had fallen behind a wee bit we were just stoning away up ahead uh, having a chat and out of nowhere we just hear Robbie way back down the hill screaming <laughs> Aye, like that so me and Ryan look at each other and we got well, oh no sounds like he's done himself damage so I, I turn around and I shout as loud as I can are you okay? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't respond, so I shout it again, and then we just start sprinting back. Uh, yeah, down the hill. Buddy was already on his on on yeah. the office as soon as he heard them. That was Buddy, like pure alert mode. I need to find him barking, like yeah. charging towards where it came from. That was super cute. That yeah. actually so opened my eyes to how good, how protective 
So the good is. doggo and the two idiots that we are started sprinting back towards him, and we find him in a peat bog, and we're like, you're right, he's a, I just went over my ankle in this bog. And we were like, are you fucking serious, nah, mate? You are you serious? Why I'm didn't you shout so back? Angry. We are, like, the anxiety, as soon as you heard that scream, you're like, oh no, we're in the middle of nowhere. And it's not an option of being able to hike back out. That is a mountain rescue situation. Aye, definitely. Which is like the last thing you want to do. Aye. And he just decided to stay quiet. So we were puffed out of breath, oh. still shouting at him for not bloody responding to when we shouted at him. Oh, yeah. And after that hike, I went home and I ordered radios. You did? Yeah. So now every hike that we do, there's radios. There's at least two radios, usually three. So some, like there can always be each group uh-huh. has a radio. That was that was the hike that actually, I I took a break after yeah. after Benvey yeah because that was so. That was tough. That was so emotionally tough. Like it was not like physically as a given. Like I, I'm I'm Brutal. always 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 open to, uh I, I, I like my body being sore, but emotionally I was broken because I had no expectations for the bits that came in between like the trek back the trek towards yeah i, I always anticipate the hard graft going mm-hmm. up the hill that's fine I'm, I'm reserved to that but having that bit in between and then obviously like i've got the stress of body because i didn't know it was going to be that bad so like i had very little in the way of like dog food to give him he, mm-hmm. it, like there was all that added pressure on that so i took a i took a nearly a year break after yeah that was a tough hike, so mm-hmm. forewarning for anyone that's looking to do that one, plan it out, take a bike. Honestly, that uh-huh. I, I would 100% take a bike. Yeah, definitely. Padlock it. To be honest, you probably don't even need to padlock it, but if you want if you want to feel secure, you can padlock it to the fence at the start of the route. Yeah. Head back down that way, pick up, cycle back out. You'll definitely. save yourself about two or three hours. So I've got the recording here from Ben Vuya, right? 13.8 miles. That's how long it took us. Okay. Uh, obviously over three and a half thousand feet ascent. Uh, and that took us all in. It took us ten hours. Yeah, that's definitely accurate. <laughs> yeah, ten hours, and that's thirteen point eight miles. Do you want to shout out what uh, you use to track that? Because I know there's a couple of apps that are not too great at it. But... Oh, I definitely. So I've actually got quite a few hiking apps. So anyone that's wanting, a, uh, well, that does hike. These are the apps I would highly recommend, like without a doubt. So first and foremost, Monroe Map, if you're hiking in Scotland. Yep. Second of all, uh, I use Commute. Uh, Commute is really easy to use because it shows you all the trails. It doesn't matter if it's a cycle path, a hiking path. Actually, zoom in wherever you are and it will show you every trail around you. All trails is good. If you're looking for things that are more local or any actual you know, planned out routes, circular walks, things like that. But the most important app that I have on my phone is what three words. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, we use that for work. Yeah, hands down. If you're ever going hiking, camping, anywhere remote, or doing any activity where you do not have a clue where you are in terms of there's no streets, uh, there's no you know points of interest. You, if you phone nine 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 and they ask where are you, you're going to look about and go. They are sending nowhere, that's where I am. Yeah, I no Whereas What Three Words is an app that gives you three words for your exact ge- geographical location. And it'll be a random three words, but you can tell that to an operator. And they can use What Three and Words they to can, pinpoint they can you pinpoint your exact location. And it saves Mountain Rescue the hassle. You have oh, to send yeah. a helicopter to find you. So, and the year coming up is 
I know obviously you've been out the hiking game for a while, but is there any hikes that you want to do? Like, is there any mountains that you've thought I want to get done? <laughs> there is. Um, again, I don't. I couldn't claim them off the top of my head, like what the names are. But I definitely want to go and do the ones that are a wee bit like on the uh, the couple that are out on the islands. Um, it's not Aaron. It's. Uh, are you thinking more up Skyway? There's. A, I know there's a few up there, but there's a couple on the west. I'm sure there's a few on the west coast. Let me. There's one on the Isle of Mull. I believe that's Ben Moore. Uh, there's two Ben Moors. There's one at Crenlarich, and there's one on the Isle of Mull. I think it is. Okay. Uh, I definitely want to try and get the west coast done soon because the west coast is just horrendous. Like our west coast is so wet. Yeah. All year round. Like. Yeah. That's why I kind of want to get them out of the way because at least on all the stuff that we've got closer to the east is like it's going to be closer. Yeah, Ben Moore. Ben Moore's one. Is that the LML? It is. Aye. I thought I was going crazy. Uh, and yeah, Sky and Mull is Ben Moore. And then I want to try and get up to the, like the more northern Sky and Mull. I would like to get those out of the way. So there's, is it Blaven? Blaven. Blaven. I want to get that done. And then there's a wee trio up there that's Skurnangelian and so, Brochnafrith. Or I so think the thing, whenever it comes to the ones in Sky, and a lot of people know Sky for having some of the most beautiful mountains in the country. Mm-hmm. But they're also some of the most dangerous. Are they actually? Because most of them fall on what's known as Cullen Ridge. And it's one of the narrow, narrowest ridges uh, in the whole of the UK. Obviously, the narrowest being the Anakigook. But whenever you look at the Black Cullen, it is gnarly. Like, the, really? the peaks are insane. They look so good. And to be honest, I'm absolutely buzzing to get them done. I'm so excited to do Sky. Uh, but whenever you look at, uh, let me see, like the main ones, Blaven is good because it's probably the easiest out mm-hmm. of most of them. Uh, and Skewer Alice there is one that I've been absolutely dying to do for a long time. I'd also mm-hmm. actually like to give a shout out to one of the YouTubers that I absolutely rely on for seeing a lot of these mountains. Okay. And the clues in the name, he's, his actual YouTube channel is called Scotland's Mountains. <laughs> and it's a guy who creates hiking films while he goes and does Monroe's Corbett's and everything in between. And his videos are fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. He's such a nice guy. And I can't remember the life of me, what his actual name is. Uh, but if you ever want to do a hike somewhere and you want to kind of get a feel for it, I'm not say- saying it's guaranteed it'll be on his channel. But Gavi's channel we check and some of the the cinematic uh videography we see in his channel is fantastic. But I anyway, there's there's so much to get done. And it'll be good to actually having you and Grace come along. Yeah, I would really love to get that done. If uh if we couldn't do those in any sort of quick fashion this year, then I would probably like to start at the very top and work my way down. So like what do Ben hope? Right. Need to tell you. I've told you this before. But I was chatting to these guys who have completed uh, 250 odds of them so far. Okay. Uh, I met them in a the park. Uh, I was helping them with a flat tire on their bikes. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. Nice. 
and we ended up chatting about Monroe's and he says he was like whatever you do like don't set yourselves any goals in order to do it like geographically because I told him we were doing it like south to north and he was like bad idea he's like just do the hills they want to do don't try and focus on where they are oh really because the more southern Monroe's are the hardest ones okay and some of the ones that are really far north so like Ben Hope are really boring Really? Yeah. yeah. So Ben Hope is the arse I know we're super born. We done Mount Keen, which is the most easterly Monroe. Uh-huh. That is more a walk. It's not very steep. Really? It's like the Aberdeenshire equivalent of Ben Honsey. Okay. Aye, that's what that is. That's not too fun then, is it? But a few guys are coming along. Like There's so much, so much to do. I know, but I've got so many I need to catch up on as well, Kevin. Like you're at thirty seven and I've not I've done ten. It's not a race. It's not a race. I know, but it's also trying to not make you repeat mm. a lot of the hills, do you know what I mean? I always say to Jordan and Robbie, they've still not completed Stuka Croin. <laughs> and they keep wanting me to go and do it with them and I've told them I'll do any Monroe you want again. But, but you're not going I back won't to do Stuka Croin. It's boring. It's not even that it's boring. It's the last time it was a horrible experience for me because I'd done it. It was 26 degrees. Mm-hmm. And whenever you enter the valley, you look round Vorlick, there was no wind and I couldn't breathe. Mm. So I was absolutely dying. And that's why I actually climbed up the side of Vorlick a wee bit just to get a breeze on me and then ended up falling in a bog. Is that not the Monroe that me and you attempted to do that day that I forgot my walking shoes yeah. and ended up putting on my steel toe caps yeah. like a bloody fool and I shredded my feet within That's the first half an hour? Yep. That was that was a bad day. It was a bad day. My feet were in tatters. It was a smart move turning back. Oh yeah, definitely. I would actually have cried. I would have cried the whole mm-hmm. way and I actually, yeah, very possibly they did some serious uh, damage to my feet. But, on the other hand... Hiking's not the only thing that's actually really easy and, well, I'm not saying easy in that sense, but it's not the only thing to do in Scotland because the good thing is (laughs) me and Robbie were once going to go and do a hike and last minute we decided to go kayaking instead, which was what our plan was. That's right, we were going to do that. Me and Robbie went and done it. Okay. And at Luss uh, on Loch Lomond, you can actually hire kayaks, canoes, Mm -hmm. speedboats, all that kind of stuff, even pedal boats and stand-up boards, you can hire them. I think we hired we hired two kayaks, and I think it was about 30, 30 or 40 quid for two hours. That's decent. And we spent, it was the last day of pure sunshine that year, I guess it was 2019, uh, we spent the last day of sunshine on the waters of Loch Lomond, and it was one of the best outings of the year. Well, I mean, Loch Lomond itself has a reputation that spreads far and wide across the world. So, yeah. you know, like Loch Lomond is, is just a, a serious, like, contender for one of the best places to go. There's so many things you can do. Like, you've got four Monroes around about Loch Lomond. You've got all these little, like, startup businesses that are doing, like, a kayak and speedboat and all that kind of stuff. There's so many nature trails around Loch Lomond. There's yep. so many campsites. There's a couple of really nice hotels out there. Good that, pubs. But, and there's some really good pubs. And by the way, the pub grub out there, the food from those pubs, mm-hmm. outstanding. You've also got seaplane tours as that's well, right, yeah. which is Santa Hams at the bottom of Loch Lomond. That's actually where SeaWorld is as well. Yep. Uh, 
So you're not short of options. Oh, yeah. There's so so if you're ever bored one day and you're talking to your mates, you're like, oh, but do what I do. I'm telling you right now, go to Loch Lomond, hire a kayak or a canoe or something and spend a day on the water. You will not regret it. Especially these coming, this coming next 12 to 18 months. Because I I genuinely think like our restrictions in the UK are going to be staycations. Yeah. So you obviously you can travel down south and do some other stuff down. Yeah. Oh man, come on! There's some good <laughs> shit to do down there. Yeah. There, uh, uh, oh, like kind of coming towards the Lake District and stuff. There's good, the good walks and stuff and all that stuff to do there. So you either go south or if you don't want to travel too far and you are in Scotland or you are down south and you want to go a wee bit further afield, absolutely check out some of the stuff that's around about Loch Lomond. You would not get bored. Yeah. There's plenty to fill your day in there. So, the good thing is, for 2021, is Jordan, a friend of mine's, just bought a canoe. <laughs> so, you know what's going to happen? It's going to spring a leak in the middle of Loch Lomond and these are going to sink. Not even, we'll probably just capsize it and drown, but besides that, is the fact that we've now got our own canoe. Uh-huh. We don't need to worry about hiring, booking anywhere, well, how many or where does, it's going to be. does this canoe fit? It's a three-person canoe. Nice. Fits on his car, got everyone for it. I just need to buy my life jacket and we're good to go. That's cool. And one of the plans that we've got, which I am super excited for, and anyone that's outdoorsy is listening to this right now, I'm sorry, you're going to be a wee bit jealous. We're going to take the canoe to Lockhart and there's islands on Lockhart and one of them has a bothy. So we're going to canoe out to the island and we're going to stay in the bothy for the weekend. Get a nice fire going and stuff inside. Keep it the place nice very and warm. Romantic, Kevin. Maybe have a couple beverages, have a good time, and maybe do some fishing. I don't know what the fishing situation is at Lockhart, but it's on the books. One sport that has never been an interest of mine, man. I fucking detest fishing. Uh, it's so boring. I, like I get it. so bored. So so bored. I like it because it goes way back. Like when we used to stay in Glencoe. I used to go fishing mm-hmm. at Glencoe Locken with my dad and my granda and all that kind of stuff. So, Fair enough. My I st- once caught five, five, one, two, three, four, five, rainbow trout in one day when I was 10. Actually having access to the outdoors like we do in Scotland just leaves you with so much choice. Yeah. And I think one of the best things about it and actually having it here is it's such a good escape for anyone that lives in the central belt and the hectic business that is Glasgow, Edinburgh and everything in between is if you do want a break for that you can head north and I always say this to people especially people that are looking to relieve like stress or anything to help their mental health is see if you go one day and climb a mountain even if it's yourself you will feel 10 times better when you get back oh yeah definitely than before you go Ah, uh-huh. absolutely Psyching yourself up for a hill is hard. Yeah. I'll say that. But honestly, it's it's literally like the Nike slogan. You just do it. Like You, yeah. like you can't. If you think about it too much, you're going to talk yourself out of it. It's, mm-hmm. it's dead difficult to to keep yourself thing made if you've never tried it before. Um, but I, I, I could not say that there's been a bad experience or a bad outcome from doing 9 out of 10 literally nine mm-hmm. out of ten of my house uh, i had one one bad experience and it was my own novice errors basically not doing enough research into the hill and that 
do your research. Don't but don't let it talk. Don't let it talk you out. Don't mm-hmm. like um let the bad points talk you out. Just prepare for them uh, and go for it. So apart from the obvious hiking, outdoor activities and stuff, if you're not really into those kind of things necessarily, one thing that a lot of people don't realise that a lot of people should travel more for in Scotland is the amazing food places that we've got. Because see, whenever you start heading north, see the restaurants that have such a good reputation, the reason they're so good is because a lot of the stuff that you eat in it's there so local. is coming literally from the same like yeah. land. Like, the same village. Same exactly. Town. Like You can have places that are getting their fish from the local marina. You're getting people that are getting all their beef and stuff from the local farms, all their eggs, everything. So the freshness is oft. Oh yeah, definitely. There's no no question about that. I'm kind of going to skip around this topic a wee bit because it is another show that I want to mm-hmm. flesh out a lot more. But so you can look forward to that. Yeah, definitely. That's that's coming in the next kind of couple of weeks, I reckon, because there's a. It's been a, it's been a common subject in my house and to people that I've been talking to lately mm-hmm. is just how much we miss the restaurant experience. Yeah. So yeah, I've got an, I've got a full list of places that I have been tried that are local. A few further. Good. further I'll away. add to that, and you can come back for that episode. Definitely. And we'll make sure it's soon. In yeah, fact, we'll make sure it's. We soon. can do that next week if you want. Uh yeah. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll get that one up shortly. Yeah, we'll get that one up soon because the food places in Scotland are so underrated. Yeah, I'm gonna keep most of my list to the the stuff that's sort of centralised and city based, with the odd couple of nuggets that are further afield. And mm-hmm. you you've travelled more than me for that kind of stuff, so I'll let you fill in the gaps for Sounds some good. of the stuff that's further Sounds away. Good. But I think uh, I think we've done quite well there, guys. Um, mm-hmm. we'll maybe wrap this up here. Uh. Kevin, do you want to take us away? So you brought us in, take us out. Ah, Jesus. Right. Well, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It really is fun recording these for you and giving you kind of our experiences in Scotland. We're two average Scots, but we do a lot of travelling and we actually want to share it with as many people as possible. So I hope you come back for next week's episode. We'll try and get that one up on the food for you because that'll be a good one. And if you're, an, yeah, if you're a foodie, trust me, you'll, you'll love it. So yeah, Ryan's a big foot. I'm a big foot. Yeah, he's a big, fat. Big anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure, guys. Hopefully, you're back next week for next week's podcast. We are the Small Time Scots. I'm Kevin, and I'm Ryan, and we will see you next week. Thank you very much, guys. Take care. Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.